This episode of Avocado and Honey is brought to you by Zenit Journals. Zenit is a radical wellness company with a mission to make wellness accessible to everyone. They have pre-designed wellness journals and you can customize your journal by adding your favorite quotes, affirmations, or anything really. I just put in an order for some little journals and I cannot wait to get them. I added my favorite affirmations and y'all know I love them affirmations. Um, so head over to Zenit.com. That's Z-E-N-I-T.com. So you can get your Zenit journal as well. Make sure you fill it, write it, and zen it. Let's start the show. Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to another episode of Avocado and Honey. Yes, we are on the bye week so it's just me and you today and it is actually the day after my birthday. I'm recording this on February uh, 10th, Monday. Um, right before my flight to Miami. So I'm going to go to Miami in a couple hours and just have a little getaway, a little me time. I'm really excited for it because New York, at the beginning of the year, I always need a break from New York. So it's that time. Um, so um, with all that being said, I may not be able to edit this. So you guys are going to get this real rap raw today. Um, but yeah, but the episode is here. So um, if you haven't already, do check out the previous episode of Avocado and Honey. I had um, Tanya Fields, a.k.a. Mama Tanya, from the Bronx or Harlem, um, and she was on talking talking that shit, yo. She was sharing her experience with um, trying to get better food, or not even trying, with getting better food in these, like, impoverished neighborhoods. Um, she talks about, like, fat phobia, just basically being a black woman in America, <laughs> and she was definitely talking that shit, so... Um, listen to it, let me know your thoughts, and be sure to support Mama Tanya. She do have um, a podcast out now. It's called Mama Tanya After Dark, in which she's talking that shit. So be sure to check that out as well. Um, so today in this episode, I'm going to go ahead and read you the two cards for the weekly, the tarot cards, as well as um, with it being my birthday, birthday week. I'm going to talk about uh, my Saturn return because that's what it is for me, or at least the end of it. I turned 29 and um, what that means for me or via my research and just what I learned by learning more about the Saturn return and um, boundaries. Boundaries is kind of what I want to talk about today. It's one thing that I'm realizing I don't do so well. And also, if you do, if you guys hear this noise in the back, it's my heater. Like I'm still in New York right now and it's cold as shit. So um, that little muffled noise in the back is my heater and the city. <laughs> uh, so the first card that I pulled um, for the weekly tarot, which is from February 11th to February 25th, I believe. Uh, the first card is the two of swords upright. And I mean, just looking at it, I look like someone who's putting up like fighting, resisting something that don't needs to be resisted um, or like just blindly going at like blindly fighting something is what I I'm just getting from looking at it but I'll go ahead and read the bitty tarot <clears throat> the two of swords indicates that you are facing a challenging decision but are but you are unclear about which option to take both possibilities may seem equally good or equally bad and you are stumped about which will lead you to the best outcome you must be able to weigh up the pros and cons of each choice and then make a conscious judgment. 
Use both your head, your mind, and, and, and the intellect and your heart, your feelings and intuition to choose the path that is most in alignment with your higher self. In a reading, it may be helpful to draw a further card or two um, for either side of the two swords to show what it is you are trying to decide upon or balance. You may also like to draw four more cards for pros and cons of each choice. We can't do that today, y'all. The woman in this card wears a blindfold indicating that she cannot see the entirety of her circumstance. You may lack the information you need to make the right decisions. You may be missing something such as the threats or potential risks, alter alternative solutions or critical pieces of information that would help you guide that will help guide you in a particular direction. Once you remove the blindfold and see the situation for what it really is, you will be in a much better position to find your path to find your best path forward. Research your options more, seek outside opinions and feedback and ask yourself what you might be missing. It is also possible that the woman in the two of swords has intentionally chosen to put the blindfold on to avoid making a choice. Are you trying to hide from a challenging situation or impending decision, hoping that if you ignore it long enough, you won't need to worry about it? Unfortunately, the issue is unlikely to resolve itself. And the longer you delay, the longer you will prolong the situation. Similarly, the two of swords can reflect indecision and an impasse on an important matter. Again, you can only put it off for so long. At some point, you have to make a move. The two of swords comes as a reminder that many of life's decisions are difficult ones and rarely come with clear-cut answers. The invitation is to make your choices with your best intentions. Fully aware of the possible consequences, avoidance will lead to greater conflict and stagnation. So we just got to get through the shit, y'all. Whatever it is, um, whatever situation that we feel that we just don't want to deal with um, or that you're trying to avoid or that you feel like you can't handle, know that you can and you will get through it because everything we go through, we go through because we're equipped to handle it, you know? Like, look at, think about all the shit you've been through. <laughs> you still here, dog? You still here? So that proves that everything that you've gone through, you... You okay? I'm not saying it was easy, but you you made it through, and it's like I've been through a lot of shit. Y'all know that, especially on this podcast. So it's so interesting, like talking to other people, and I'll say some of the shit that I've been through, and they look at me like, "Girl, how the fuck did you get through that?" And then they tell me a story, and I look at them the same way, like, "Girl, how the fuck? <laughs> I don't know how I would have got through that." It's because we go through particular things. We all don't go through the same shit because we all ain't equipped to go through the same shit. So whatever you is going through. Just know that you can definitely get through it. And then also, too, I forgot to say the little disclaimer before the reading that, you know, it all may not resonate with you. So just take what does. Don't force it. If it doesn't feel right for you, then it's not right. But if it does, then it is. Okay. So the next card that I pulled for this week is the reverse page of Pinnacles. And um, with that one, it's like, you know, Probably, it looked probably like procrastination or something like that. Like, because the Page of Pentacles upright is usually pretty positive. So I'm assuming the reverse is kind of the opposite of it. Um, but I'll go ahead and read Biddy Tarot and see what they say. The Page of Pentacles reverse says you are exploring a new project or business idea, but you are not ready to move forward with it just yet. 
You may still be brainstorming ideas and would prefer to keep it a secret for now. Or you may worry that you do not have the skills or resources for it to succeed. Excuse me. So you are putting the idea on hold or procrastinating. If the opportunity continues to present itself to you and you want to move forward, trust that you have what you need now and rest and the rest will develop as you progress. That's a fact. The reverse page of Pinnacles can suggest that you are trying to get a specific project or idea off the ground. But each time you try, it seems to amount to nothing or takes you even further away from where you want to be. Maybe you have not planned sufficiently. You've lost sight of your original inspiration or you are trying too hard. Give yourself some space and step away from the project for a short period so you can re-energize and refocus before trying again. You may also be too busy daydreaming about new goals without having taken any action on the original ones. So you need to review your goals and think again about why you were initially motivated to achieve them. Imagine what it will take, or sorry, imagine what it will be like once you accomplish that goal and recommit to those actions required to make your dreams a reality. Mm, that felt good to say. Finally, the page of Pentacles reversed invites you to learn from your past mistakes, even if a situation has not worked out in the way you expected it, it would. You can discover new aspects of yourself that might help you in the future. If you are struggling to see where you may have gone wrong, ask yourself, what can I learn from these experiences and how can I avoid making the same mistakes again? Be open minded and curious and trust that today's failures will lead to tomorrow's successes. That definitely resonated with me um, just in regards to everything. Um, that's another reason why I'm going on this trip. Like I need to the, just take a chill pill and just reset, reflect and all that fun stuff. So I definitely felt that. So that's why I booked this trip and it was just it's around my birthday. So I was like, that's the perfect time. Um, so, yeah, that's the two cards for today. If you do want to read more on it, um, the cards again was the two of swords upright and then the page of pentacles in reverse. Okay, so now I kind of want to go into my birthday. So your girl was born February 9th, 1991, and I'm an Aquarius, or sorry, Aquarius sun, Sag moon, and Cancer rising. Yes, I am that great. And no, I'm just kidding, but, well, I'm not kidding. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good. Like yesterday, it was just like a whirlwind of emotions because I'm like homesick and everything. And yeah, and then my little, my nephew sent me a really cute video. I'm saying happy birthday, so I was definitely at my feels, but appreciative nonetheless. Um, I am 29 now, and they call this the Saturn return. They say the Saturn return starts when you're um, around the age of 27, and then it goes until you're 29. So basically, it's kind of like the coming of age. I feel like I'm finally becoming an, an adult. <laughs> I feel like at this age, like we finally have the information, the experiences necessary to actually be an adult in this world. Um, so that's, that's what it feels like for me. So I was looking up like, um, the Saturn and what it means. Cause my Saturn is an Aquarius. So, um, what the, that means the Saturn is in the 11th house and all that. So I wanted to see specifically like what my Saturn return, um, meant. Oh, but again, to like the Saturn return, it's called that because it's basically, I believe, um, don't quote me on this. Definitely, you know, do your research, but I believe it's when Saturn is in the same placement as it was the day you were born. So in between 27 and 29, that happens. So since I turned 29, it's like the end of my Saturn return. 
And then, you know, I'll go be an adult. And I think the solar return is like 59. So that's when you get like another reality check is what it feels like. So again, between 27, 29, I feel like everything that you, whatever you're working towards in life and stuff, whatever is like holding you back in a sense, like emotionally or whatever past experiences, I feel like it's kind of highlight that. It kind of highlights whatever it is you need to work on in order to get where you're going. So we have the choice to you know, do the work or just keep it keep it pushing so my saturn is in aquarius and it says um community could be a source of struggle for you but your saturn return is the time to find your tribe humanitarian issues may arouse or may rouse you like a calling and you might start a non-profit get non-profit get involved in social justice work well, let me read that over um humanitarian issues may rouse you like a calling and you might start a nonprofit, get involved in a social justice work or find ways to make your everyday environment a place where people from all walks of life are welcome. Since since future forward Aquarius and the 11th house govern technology and innovation, you could invent something life changing like an app. Yeah, I'm definitely not <laughs> inventing an app, but maybe something else. I do got some fire luxury that's I'm probably going to go on sale, but um I don't think I need to finish that. The thing that stood out to me the most is like the community could be a source of struggle for you because um, I moved here to New York City in 2015. So I was 24. And around the time, like 24, 20, or no, I was 25. I just turned 25. I don't know. I think I was 25. But um, so basically when I first moved here, like the first two years, I feel like it was just all fun. And around the age of 27 and stuff is when I was really working hard to create my tribe. And that's why I was like, holy shit, that's definitely been a struggle for me. Like each year I like had a new set of friends. You know, I was just like, what the fuck? Is it me? Like what's going on? And it's not necessarily like anyone to blame. It's just like, you know, you outgrow and unalign. I mean, sometimes there were situations where, you know, it was something like broke out, like not like a fight or anything, but like an argument or just something happened where we decided not to be friends anymore. But for the most part, I feel like most of those friendships, we kind of just grew apart. And it was just like, you know, just can't do the same shit. Um, So with that being said, one thing that I'm realizing about myself, because, you know, I like I like self accountability. So I'm going to share with y'all one thing I'm realizing um, where I kind of dropped the ball when it comes to friendships or relationships in general. Um, so I think I said this in the other episode, like, you know, I'm working on like living in my truth 24 seven and all that shit. So, um, this is kind of a play off of that. Cause one thing I'm realizing with friendships, especially like things would go great. And then like towards the end, it's just like, like I let a lot of shit slide, like, you know, and I'm not living in my truth when I do shit like that. So it's just like, you know, say, um, a friend said something, I don't, let me think of an example. Hmm. So, for example, okay, this is hypothetical. I never had a friend like this, so I'm not talking about nobody. <laughs> Say, for example, I have a friend who, like, um, who wants to do everything for me. Again, this is hypothetical. So, I have a friend who wants to come in and, like, just be hands-on with, like, all my projects or something like that. Like, that will definitely irritate me um, because it's like, you know, this is my shit. Like, don't just come in and, like, switch up my stuff type thing. So, um, but me not setting boundaries would look like them doing it and then just me a key keying along because I don't want to risk hurting their feelings by voicing how I truly feel. So I will just let it go until because, you know, we all got a breaking point. I don't care how nice you are or what. We all got a breaking point. 
So I'll let that go on until like I get irritated enough to say something and then I'll say it. And then it's just like one, it's not fair to that person because it's like I let them to believe that this is this was okay and this is how I want to be treated and all that stuff. And then now I'm throwing a fucking curveball on them like psych, I actually don't like that. Can you not do that anymore? So I notice that I tend to do that a lot. Like, you know, again, I'm pretty sure it's because like I don't wanna hurt people's feelings or I don't wanna risk the friendship by voicing my opinion. It's a lot of shit I'm outgrowing. But you know, at this point I really don't give a fuck. So I'm definitely <laughs> saying how I feel up front. Um, and I feel like I kept getting I'm I keep getting those lessons, especially in friendships and even relationships, like especially relationships too. Like boundaries are so important to me right now and I don't give a fuck like I'm setting that boundary up because I don't have the energy to try to fix relationships anymore when we can just start great from the front or from the jump. So now that I realize, you know, why I slip up when it comes to boundaries, then, you know, I can only do better now that I know better. And it's just like we legit teach people how to treat us like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like. It's just as simple as that. Like, we legit teach people how to treat us by the shit that we allow them to say and do. So it's just like, you know, if they talking crazy and you allow it, then guess what? They're going to keep talking crazy. So that one time when you're not feeling them talking crazy and you, t and you like, mad now, you can't really be mad at that person because you allowed them to talk to you. You allowed them to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, uh, granted, it's a different situation if they talking crazy and you say, hey, I don't like that, and then they continue to talk crazy. That's when you got to make a decision like, uh, bitch, this ain't going to work if you ain't going to, you know, respect me, <laughs> respect what I, you know, what I say and or what I ask of you. And if that's if that is the case, then I feel like, again, that's where you make the decision to either deal with that <laughs> or not deal with that. It's pretty simple, you know, and everybody is going to be OK. Like with me again, like I care about if I if you're a friend, family, like I fuck with you heavy. Y'all already know, like you got my heart. So it's just like one thing I legit tell myself because, you know, I'm an empath and all that fun shit. I, I just care a lot. So like, you know, instead, like if I ever feel like I'm in a space where I want to like, you know, just let some shit slide, like because it's not that big of a deal. But then fucking three months of that, it, it's a big deal. But um, what I was going to say. Yeah, I forgot where I was going to go with that, y'all, because I got to go on this flight. But um, boundaries, yo boundaries are important and it's one thing that I will implement unapologetically um from now on forward like your girl's 29 I ain't got like I'm getting I'm almost 30 so I feel like 30 is the really like I don't give a fuck <laughs> I don't give a fuck decade so I'm very I'm looking I'm looking forward to that but again lastly I'm trying to I'm trying to keep going to see if I can jog my memory to figure out what I was gonna say because I feel like you know it was some shit it was some shit up in there y'all like that y'all needed to hear or I needed to hear because um, everything I say I'm saying for me first because um, you know we ain't perfect but yeah just to wrap up when it comes to boundaries um yeah I I will okay I, I remember what I was gonna say y'all so with me caring and stuff and being an emotional motherfucker, like, you know, I really do care about people. So when I do say, like, you know, when I, like, tend to not put up boundaries is usually because I'm thinking or assuming how that person is going to react or whatever the, may or whatever the case may be. Um, but what I'm doing now, I say to myself, like, I'm writing down or whatever, say it in my head, and I just keep reminding myself, like, if I feel me getting caught up and some 
whatever the case, getting caught up and not standing up or putting my foot down in what I expect out of a relationship or friendship. Uh, one thing I just say is like, they're going to be good. <laughs> if you basically, <laughs> that, that was so simple, right? They're going to be good. They'll be all right. They're going to be all right. But like, if you doing what's best for you, everybody will be okay. Like, that's literally it. Like, hey, friend, hey. I fucking manifested her ass on a plane, sat next to her on the plane um, in like 2016, 2017, going to New Orleans, Essence Fest, Essence Fest yo, shout out to Hey Friend Hey. Uh, but one thing, um, she didn't even say it to me on a plane, but I, I just wanted to say that, like, you know, I met her because I love her. But um, one thing she said on the Friend Zone podcast, actually, which is something I kind of just live by now, like, I swear to God, I swear to God, like, I live by it, um is the only thing you can do for someone else is to work on yourself. I'm going to say that one more time for y'all. The only thing you can do for someone else is to work on yourself. So if I'm in a situation where I'm not doing best for me, everyone loses. So if you're doing, if you're filling up your cup first, not, I'm not saying like, you know, selfish is a great thing when it comes to self-love, but like selfishness at the cost of someone else's, like well-being or whatever that's when it's like all right that's fucked up but it's just like if you always doing what's best for you making sure your cup is full everybody else is going to be okay like I'm about to get on the plane right now and go to Miami and this flight attendant is going to tell me like even if you if I have a child I need to put the mask on my face first before I put it on anyone else because you can't do nothing for anybody else if you ain't okay so that's in terms of energy that's in terms of just work that's in terms of just fucking life yo like if I'm not feeling good, I can't do shit for you. So I need to, you know, work on me. But like I said before, your girl's got to go. I'm really excited. Um, follow me on Instagram because I'm about to post. Definitely about to be out in Miami posting some photos. Um, my private Instagram is underscore S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E if you want to stay up to date with my personal stuff. Um, but, of course, follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. And um, you'll stay up to date um, with me being on my vacation for a couple of days. The Instagram and social media in general will definitely um, not be as active. But this episode will be out Tuesday. Y'all get this on the 11th and everything. Um, if you do like this episode or any other episode, please like, subscribe and share it with a friend that you think would like it or benefit from it. Um, I do appreciate y'all support. Thank you for listening in <laughs> to me. I appreciate the love and my DMs and everything because your girl be really nervous. Um, and this is going to be unedited. So y'all about to see how I really be sounding. Like I be editing all my little mistakes out because I be like nervous and shit. <laughs> but you know what? God is working on all of us. And he ain't, he ain't make no mistakes. Like we already perfect and just get even more better. You feel me? So I'm about to go get in some fucking sun in Miami and um, just glow. Like, you know, I'm so fucking excited, y'all. I'm 29. Who would have fucking thought? <laughs> All right, y'all. I hope you have an amazing week. Um, let's work on anything. Let's work on getting rid of all the actions and things that no longer serve us. Because if it ain't serving us, it's, there's, there's no reason for it to be here. So let's work on that. Let's work on doing what we're going to say we're going to do in terms of work, rest, and self-care. Like, you know, all of that. So let's keep doing the work and keep getting better. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all and I'll talk to y'all next week. And I work so goddamn hard. Now I love the girl I become. Now I love the girl I become. No, no.